welcome to another episode of The Deep Dive. In this episode, we are going to be completing our, uh, this is our eighth week in our Jacob series, our relationship series, Mm -hmm. looking at the life of Jacob in the book of Genesis. My name is Brad. I'm joined by Pastor Ben again. Mm-hmm. This is two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, yeah. Hey, last week might have been my favorite deep dive ever. Or really? Like one of them. Yeah, I just felt <laughs> like there was a there was a rhythm to it. There uh-huh. was a, a flow. Um, cool. Part of that was probably because we didn't talk about any content that we actually <laughs> talked about in the sermon. Holy Spirit, le- Holy Spirit led. Yeah, well, sometimes <laughs> in these deep dives, we... Um, we end up covering a lot of the same material. We go a little bit, we go deeper with it, but right. we cover a lot of the same material. And last week, because of the way we've jumped around in this series, um, we had missed a f- like several chapters, and right. so we were able to, hey, let's catch up. Let's talk about these chapters that we didn't get a chance to talk about in the the weekly sermon. Yeah. Um, so anyway, today we're going to be in Genesis chapter forty eight, mm-hmm. looking at the end of Jacob's life mm-hmm. and the. The topic or the handle, if you will, is grandparenting. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see Jacob uh, blesses Ephraim and Manasseh, Joseph's mm-hmm. uh, two sons. And then, uh, yeah, talk a little bit about grandparenting and mm-hmm. just legacy and end of life and like mm-hmm. questions like, hey, who do you want to be in mm-hmm. 50 years yeah. or 30 years? Or yeah. who do you want, you know, what legacy do you want to continue if you don't have 50 years left? Like those right. types of questions. Right. Uh, before we do that, something way more important. Um, baseball's back. It is. Baseball's back, baby. Like last week, it, it, we didn't have baseball. We didn't. Um, and this Friday is the first Cardinals game, isn't it? Yeah. This Friday, we've got so. spring training started or tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? I don't know. Could, yeah. I don't know because not only is this week baseball... But uh, March Madness yes, gets yeah. going. How are you feeling about your chances in the Calvary pool? Um, well, I need to sign up first. So yes, you do. I don't have. Um, I'm I'm from I'm originally from Indiana, so I'm a huge okay. Indiana Hoosiers fan. They made it, right? They made they it. They squeaked yeah. in. They, they were one of the last ones in. Yeah, that's probably going to be the the best uh, game that they have. <laughs> hey, they beat Illinois though in the Big Did Ten. They? Yeah, the Big Ten tournament. They beat okay. Illinois. Okay. Um, they actually looked really good. They've got this uh, this big guy who he's pretty athletic. Um, I forget his name. He's got a hyphenated last name. Anyway, uh-huh. yeah, they're 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 not bad. Uh, see, not I'm, sp- I'm sparting, sparting my sport. <laughs> I'm sporting my uh, Spartan. Sparty. Yeah, Michigan State. Um, I don't think we're gonna do very well. But yeah, we're in and yeah. uh, see what happens. See what happens. That's all that matters. Uh-huh. So, I uh, would love to hear from our listeners. Who are you pulling for? Uh, yeah. And by the time this deep dive gets released, um, your team might already be out because that is how the first weekend goes. Brutal. Who are you pulling for? Drop that in the comments. Email us at podcast at calvary.church. Also, I want to highlight this earlier in the episode rather than at the very end. Um, In upcoming episodes, we'd love to uh, include and ask the pastor section. And so, uh, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear any questions that you might have. Email us at, again, podcasts at calvary.church. If you have a question that you would love or like us to discuss um, in a future episode, uh, check out our resource page on our website, calvary.church slash resources. Uh, you can see past episodes of the Deep Dive. And one of the things that we've done, if, if you, uh, like me, a lot of the episodes that I subscribe to, or a lot of podcasts I subscribe to, I just, uh, you know, it's Apple tells me every single week, oh, hey, new episode available, um, or Spotify, I just click mm-hmm. on it. Well, if you go to our website, we actually have created a kind of a show notes section of every episode huh. where I put 
questions that we wrestle with or other thoughts, um, if we mention any resources as part of these discussions, mm-hmm. uh, I'll link it there. Um, but on our website, you can listen to this podcast. You can watch the YouTube video. Uh, you can subscribe easily. So again, there's a whole lot of just really good content on our website, calvary.church slash resources. Um, and then for the particular series, calvary.church slash relationship series, um, you can find other resources specific to this uh, series that we're in. We got you covered. We got you covered. There's yeah. so much good stuff, so mm-hmm. much good content. Uh, if you're listening and you're a small group leader, Ben has been killing it on the portal. <laughs> Had uh, Dr. Mark Melig on Do- it a couple doctor. weeks ago. Yes, the good doctor. The doctor. Um, anyway, so lots of good resources. That's what we want to do. We want to be a church that's resourcing one another well uh-huh. uh, to walk in faith. And so uh, deep dive today, uh, finishing up J- uh, Jacob's story. We're mm-hmm. looking at him as a grandparent mm-hmm. and and um, at the end of this, right, you know, right before we end this episode, we are going to highlight or talk a little bit about the next series that we have, um, because I'm, I'm really excited about that one. It's going to be short mm-hmm. and it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. So there's a teaser. We'll uh-huh. leave you, leave you with that. <laughs> um, okay. So Ben, before we dive into here, you've, uh, you've gotten to preach uh, three or four, at least of these weeks, yeah. four or five, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you might've preached the majority of this I, I series. So. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. What has that been like for you as a, yeah, you've, you know, you're a father, you're a husband, yeah. you're not a grandpa, not a grandpa, no. not yet. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, not for a while, not a long time. <laughs> yes. Long time. Um, yeah. What's it been like for you so, wrestling with Jacob's story in that way? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, Obviously, whenever we dive into these characters, we're we we realize they're not perfect. We, in fact, we realize why wow, they're really broken. And um, you know, you see, well, Jacob, he's this um, patriarchal patri- patriarch, patriarch, yeah, patriarch um, yeah. figure in the Bible, and yet he's you know he just makes so many bad decisions. He has so much brokenness. He has so much. Um, Thing, bad things happen to him, and um, I think that the the most amazing thing is um, he God blesses him with this amazing blessing, like lo- hit the lottery, like mm-hmm. I mean, and, and not just money, just you know, favor. But yeah, he lives in a broken world, hmm. and he still he loses you know his son Joseph, um, his his first wife that you know that he loves, he loses her. He has a he has, you know, Laban, his father-in-law, deceives him. He's a deceiver. I, you just see, all, you know, um, y- you can have blessing, but y- you still have the curse. Mm-hmm. And um, we still have that present, and that's why we have Jesus. So I think that's that's been the most intriguing part, I think, through the whole thing, mm. is to see his life. It You know, sometimes we think of a Bible character and we think, their life just goes up. His life is up and down and up and, and down, down, just like everybody else. All the way to the end. All the way mm-hmm. to the end. So... You bring up a good point. Um, one of the one of the words that you've used just there, like three or four times, was character. Mm-hmm. And I that's a really helpful word mm-hmm. to me. But I also it's a confusing word mm-hmm. because when we read the Bible, like these are historical figures. Mm-hmm. These are people who lived and had real relationships, and had real successes, and mm-hmm. had real failures, and. And yet, when we use the character, the word character, uh-huh. sometimes that uh-huh. it it almost like fictionalizes them, right? As they are this caricature of a like they're not real. Like, what do I do with this? Yeah, yeah. So how should like? And I actually, just to preface, 
I think character is a fantastic word yeah. to use to refer to people in the Bible, yeah. especially the Old Testament. And, I, and I'll share why in a minute. But okay. I, I want to hear from you, Ben. Like, how, Is that a helpful word or like, how should we think about these people? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they are people. They're not, this isn't, this is a real story that happened. Um, and I know there's a lot of series that will call these here's heroes of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, Jesus is the hero of the Bible. There's one hero. There's one hero. These guys are <laughs> in need of a hero to rescue them. And obviously you see that in their life. So, um, but yeah, these are, I think, yeah, these are real people and their problems are real. I mean, and that's what the family series I think does a great job is, um, yeah, they, it, it's the, the important relationships in their life that they really struggle with. Mm-hmm. And we all struggle um, with that, we all have challenges. We all work through challenges. We all work through struggles. We're all reconciled with these, with all these kinds of relationships, or we're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we kind of um, receive that, and we kind of identify with that. Yeah, yeah. So. Here's why I think it's a good word. Yeah, because what we have in scripture is not a. Uh, we don't have a video, mm-hmm. right, of a person's life. We don't have. It's not an, a biography. Um, what we have are very specific accounts mm-hmm. that are intending to tell tell us true things, but they there's a purpose behind it. Uh-huh. So, like what we get with Jacob is we get this man who's li- I don't even know how, how many years he lived, but he lived a long time, mm-hmm. and yet his the description of his life that's recorded for all of human history henceforth is summed up in 12 chapters, uh-huh. 15 chapters, uh-huh. kind of. Yeah. If it were me and my <laughs> life was written out on seven pages of very specific moments in my life, uh-huh. I would look at that and say, that's an unfair telling of my story. Yeah. And this is an unfair telling of Jacob's story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because this wasn't written as a, biography uh-huh. or a multi-volume thing. This was a God wants to communicate something to his people right. for a specific purpose. And so he is choosing what to include Sure, because there is something in, the, in that space, both for the original audience who's wondering, hey, who even are we? Where did we come from? Where did uh-huh. we get these tribes? What does it look like to be God's people and to live out this blessing that we've inherited, uh-huh. you know, through our forefathers. But it is also written for the benefit of us mm-hmm. 3,000 years later. Uh-huh. Um, and that's why we're looking at it the way we are with, okay, how, as we think about all these different roles and responsibilities that we occupy, mm-hmm. what can we learn from these um, not characterized yeah. accounts, yeah. but these moments where Jacob had either great success or great failure. Yeah. And all of that should point us to God. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, no, that's good because, um, yeah, isn't that life though? That that's life. And, and I think we need to see that in the context of scripture is that, no, there's these great moments. And and when you read the story, I mean, it's, it's emotional, you know, one Mm -hmm. emotional thing after another emotional thing. After another emotional, I mean, you know, he steals the blessing. Esau tries to kill him. He meets his wife. Laban deceives him. I mean, he's got all of these different um, 
you know, life transitions. And um, I was reading a Jewish commentary and they were talking about this is um, how a, a Jewish people see their life is in the sense of these transitions. So they have the bar mitzvah is a transition uh-huh. of life. A marriage is a transition of life. Death is a transition of life. And uh-huh. so they see they see life different where it's just another um, continuation of our life is into the afterlife. Yeah. And so that's what Jacob's doing here. And um, he goes back and he's looking at the high, the blessing, the low, his losing of Rebecca, the cur- his curse. Mm. And, and he's kind of defining his life through, through these major transitions. And I think um, that's a part of our story. It's a part of our job is to embrace, surrender, invite God into, this is, this is my story. Mm. Um, I lost, you know, a loved one. I, you know, made a mistake and it cost me this in my life. That's just a part. And we have to hmm. kind of own that to move forward. Hmm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. All right. So Genesis chapter 48, Jacob mm-hmm. is coming up on the end of his life. Um, obviously there've been many things that have happened since we picked up the story, you know, from, from last week, mm-hmm. right? We were primarily in Genesis chapter 38, uh-huh. right? And so now, you know, you've, you've had, you, we saw Jacob as a father. Mm-hmm. We saw, you know, the beginnings of Joseph's story. Joseph goes off to Egypt. Um, he has his own rise and falls. Uh-huh. We see a good, you know, strong character. We see growth. We see development. Uh, there's a famine in Canaan. Uh-huh. And so uh, basically everyone's looking at Egypt to be, this savior breadbasket, you know, mm-hmm. for the world. And so uh, Joseph's brothers, they they go, they wind up in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking for the grain. Joseph recognizes them. He, you know, doesn't necessarily trust them yet, really misses his father. They go back. They, they go, they get all the others. Mm-hmm. He, there's this confrontation. Now they're living in Egypt. Uh-huh. Um, and so there's this blessing here. Mm-hmm. That uh, that I really want to talk about a little bit. Um, so so Jacob is the um, he's the patriarch mm-hmm. of the family. Um, we we don't have like a great one to one comparison like in, for us twenty first century North America uh-huh. because we're not a collective society. Uh-huh. We're a very individual society. Mm-hmm. You look at other areas of the world where. Um, identity is wrapped up in whatever group you're part of. Mm-hmm. Um, we have that in a bit, like some weird like tribalism that uh, goes on with yeah. politics and other things. But, but in um, you know some of the ancient Near East, and then even in some you know some areas in the in Africa and and Asia, like the family unit is so important, and the identity of the family unit is dependent upon the father figure. Mm-hmm. The the was it the Petra familias like. Uh-huh. And so that's what Jacob still is, even mm-hmm. though Joseph is the guy with the position uh-huh. and he's young and not senile, like yeah. Jacob's still the guy. Yeah. And so there's power in this blessing. Like, uh-huh. I don't know, Ben, uh, help us understand like blessing a little bit because it's yeah. been so much part of Jacob's story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I think blessing is different than... Um, then prayer. Prayer is going mm-hmm. to God asking him for something. Blessing is something that God is um, giving to us or 
um, we're speaking words of encouragement to somebody else. Um, obviously, not they're not God's words, but it's a it's a blessing where it could be scripture, so it could be promises of God. So, but yeah, this um, this particular blessing though is obviously the covenant, and it's gone with him, and so it's something that obviously defines his life and um, obviously puts you know favor on him um, for his life. So. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what? Yeah, no, it's interesting. Like we did this thing for for years. I think they're still doing it. I'm I'm sure they're still doing it uh, with our high school seniors, Um, because Mm. like you mentioned this already with like Jewish culture, how Uh you you only have these transitional moments Uh where you know a kid when they turn 13 is a a big they get a bar mitzvah. It's like this, hey, you're a man now. And I think we've lost a lot of the rituals that are Uh attached to these like keystone moments in life. Yeah. And so with our high school seniors, we did this thing for years, the senior blessing night. And I, and I know they're still doing it. It might look a little bit different right. now, but um, I would always send something out uh, in like January to, uh-huh. to parents of seniors in, in high school. Uh, hey, here's a here's a guide for writing a blessing for uh-huh. your graduating son or That's daughter. That's awesome. And because it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where we just, I think parents want to... They they want to speak blessing. They yeah. they want to honor and celebrate. Well, that's why grad parties are such a big deal, mm-hmm. right? Like we don't want to do. Let's throw a party. Yeah, and it's awesome because you get all the you know, as a graduating senior, you get all the money and yeah. you yeah. It's it, it's just it's just that's great. awesome. But we did this thing senior blessing night where I sent out a guide for parents on how to write a blessing and um, in the blessing it came from uh, Gary Smalley's book, The Blessing. Uh-huh. It was Gary Smalley. If I'm misquoting that, I will correct it in the show notes. Again, you can Uh see, I'll put a link. Um, You'll find it. If you watch on YouTube, it'll be in the description. Otherwise, on our website, cover.church slash resources. Um, But it's a book about like looking through the Old Testament and seeing the power and the weight of blessing. Yeah. And uh, Mm. oftentimes, culturally, uh, a student graduates from high school and then, well, what do they do? They either go into the workforce or they go away to college, mm-hmm. or they go to the military. I, mm-hmm. Like those are kind of the three options. Yeah, all three of those are a very different day to day livelihood than uh-huh. they've experienced for the previous eighteen yeah. years. Yeah, and so we want to make sure. Hey, let's do this moment well. So uh-huh. anyway, we get all the parents together and the, the students together, and you know we invite other family and 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 I would always tell them like, hey, this is. This event is not for me. Like, it's for our church, but it's more for you. Uh-huh. And we give them space. Like, hey, you guys got the next 30 minutes or 40 minutes to just break off, find a kind of a quiet place or a private yeah, place. That's and awesome. Parents read and speak the blessing over your kid. That's awesome. And, and the blessing was good. It was, it was a, um, you know, usually you, you, you think yeah. of a few memories that you want to share that were meaningful or powerful, um, maybe a couple character traits that you want to like encourage and, yeah. you know, uh, affirm in, in your kid. And then, uh, you speak a, a vision or a hope for their future. Yeah. So we have this minute, this moment of ritual uh-huh. and then like coupled with this very, because that's what yeah. every kid wants, right? right? They want to hear, right. They want to hear from their parents. Right. Um, even if they don't like, yeah. they want to, we crave that. Oh, we right? do. We, we do. Crave we it. do. We still crave it. Yeah. We it, still right? crave it. Yeah. I mean like Ben, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know fully your family situation, but like how many people say like, oh, if I could just hear, you know, one more time, my, my dad or my grandpa, like, yeah. just tell them. He's oh, proud totally. Of me. Like, that's, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so meaningful. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, when my dad will say some things to me, he doesn't say that often. 
and, yeah. and growing up didn't. But when he says it, it means so it much. It means something. Yeah. So I, I say all of that to say, like, uh, that's not fully the scope mm. of the blessing that's happening here. Right. But it but, is in the sense that it's you have Jacob, yeah. who has been uh, the, the, the person who was, you know, he was the heir of the promise. Yeah. Uh, when Isaac passed away, Jacob was the sole person carrying this on. Yeah. And it's his responsibility to pass it on yeah. to Joseph and then Ephraim and Manasseh. Uh-huh. So Ephraim and Manasseh, they're, they're two of his um, grandsons, two of Joseph's sons. And uh, um, anyway, there's this thing that he speaks, you know, over them. And then he, he blesses his sons too. And um, and then we see, you know, he, he dies uh, at the end of this. Uh-huh. And he has some um, special instructions or requests, you know, uh-huh. for, for him. And, and all of this leads me to ask the question. Mm. Like, what legacy do you want to live yeah. or leave, oh, yeah. right, for your family yeah. or for others, right? Yeah. Our, our narrow scope, you know, is grandparents. Like, hey, grandparents, what's the role? What's the responsibility that you carry yeah. that you're holding, you know, for your yeah. grandkids? But, you know, if you're not a grandparent, like, yeah. I'm not a grandpa right now. Right. I am many, 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 many years away yeah. from that. Yeah. But at the same time, like... I- I think there's something for me in this moment, in this space, yeah. that I should at least be wondering. Yeah, I hope that I hope this hits because I've thought about this a lot with this with this sermon. Um, I because I want um, what I want more than anything is the work of Jesus to be shown in my life. Hmm. So it's I'm an example to my kids of not what I've done, but what Jesus has done. Mm. And so that's why I think he's at the beginning, kind of going through, reflecting through his life of what God has done, just talking about, here's what God's done in my life. And um, so, yes, but then at the same part, the second part is, then we have to carry that, live that, be faithful with that as well. So I I hope it's a a two-part and not just the, Hey, here's your, you know, uh, if I'm a grandpa, it's here's what he did. Mm -hmm. Here's what he accomplished. I think what people, what grandkids are really probably wanting is something that's authentic. And, um, Mm -hmm. and so I I think the gospel is authentic. Mm, That's good. All right. I want to read just a couple of these verses Mm -hmm. and then we'll, we'll jump into our next uh, little bit here. Uh, So Genesis, this is chapter 49, Jacob's death and burial. Uh, He, he blessed he spoke blessing um, to you know his grandkids and then to each of his sons gathered mm-hmm. around his bed. All of all these are the twelve tribes of Israel. This is what their father said to them as he blessed them, blessing each with the blessing suitable to him. So I love that because there's like there's a level of knowledge that he has of his kids. Mm. Then he commanded them and said, I am to be gathered to my people, bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is at the field of Mechpelah. <laughs> Get Hebrew there to the east of uh, the Mamre in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with the field from Ephron the Hittite to possess as a burying place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah his wife. And there I buried Leah. The field and the cave that is in it were bought from the Hittites. When Jacob finished commanding his sons, he drew up his feet into the bed and breathed his last and was gathered to his people. Mm-hmm. So there's this like clear even in his death his legacy is connected to the people of god the people Uh who have gone before him and i I just think there's some such a beautiful like i don't know it's just beautiful in that space Uh um and and for the israelites coming out of egypt who are wondering 
who are we? Where did we come from? Uh-huh. Why are we organized into 12 tribes? What does it look like to carry this promise and blessing, uh-huh. you know, back uh-huh. into Canaan as yeah. we, you know, go back to inherit the land that God promised Abraham all the way back in Genesis 12. Uh-huh. Um, there's some, there's some clarity I think that comes from, well, mm. this is who you are mm-hmm. now go and carry this on yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I, I do think with this, there's a concept in there of, um, yeah, you can bless, um, but be a blessing mm-hmm. a, as well. And I think that's what, you know, ultimately I think that's what their lives are, you know, yeah. they, they finish well. Uh, Jacob finishes well. He doesn't start well. Yeah. He doesn't start well. He, he finishes start, well, but he finishes well. And, and he, God finishes it well. God, God finishes, finishes it through it well. him. And yeah, no, that's, that's such a good point there, Dan, uh, Dan, <laughs> Ben, <laughs> such a good point. Um, I, I do think that when all is said and done, yes, God cares about our past. Uh-huh. He does. He uh-huh. cares about our past, but he cares more about our present and our future. Yeah. He cares like, okay, this is where you came from. Yeah. Now let's go. Yeah. And let's go together. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, good stuff. All right. We got a couple more minutes. I want to highlight um, the next series coming up. Yeah. We're going to be in a three-week series looking at the New Testament letter Jude? Jude. Yes. yes. Yes, Jude. And so uh, the title of the series I is, Jude, I believe. <laughs> Jude? Should probably be, uh, <laughs> yeah, I should know this for positive. I think, I think it's, it's true. Jude 1. Okay. Because Jude is one chapter. Uh-huh. Um, and the things we're going to be kind of focusing on are, you know, in it, it's all about Jesus. Uh-huh. Right? He is the one, one. who keeps us. Uh-huh. Um, we have one calling. We have one focus. We uh-huh. yeah, we're gonna see that come up several times yeah. in that um, that three weeks. So three weeks in the book of Jude, letter of Jude, one page essay of Jude. Yeah. Like it's one uh one paragraph. <laughs> yeah, one paragraph. It's not long. Uh, looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be good. We've had a good conversation in the Old Testament. We're gonna jump into the New Testament, and then mm-hmm. that'll take us to Easter. And then after Easter, we have a series called "What Do I Do with My Life?" Yes, um, that'll be fun to to deep dive around as well. Yeah, so that'll be good. Uh, ben, thanks for joining yeah, uh, the deep dive this week, and uh, for you listening. Thank you for being with us, for listening, uh, participating, engaging there. Um, more resources again is referenced at the top of the episode. Uh, calvary.church slash resources. Um, you can find stuff specific to our relationship series on our website as well, calvary.church slash relationship series. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as also mentioned at the top of the episode, if you have a question uh, for us that you'd like us to wrestle with in a future episode of the deep dive, um, if you have a question on who we think sh- is going to win the March Madness bracket Come pool, on now. if you have a question about anything, podcasts mm-hmm. at calvary.church. We'd love to hear from you and interact uh, there as well. Mm-hmm. Hope you have a fantastic week. Go Cardinals. Go Spartans. <laughs> uh, we will catch you again. Uh, go Hoosiers. Go Hoosiers. Oh, go for it. Go Hoosiers. Come on. Um, catch you again <laughs> next week. Thanks for listening to The Deep Dive, a Calvary Church Media Productions podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.